Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. And if you haven't noticed, it is just about the most wonderful time of the year with the holidays right around the corner. I am super excited as one of my events that was actually new for me last year is just days away. And that is Tampa Oyster Fest, which is taking place on December 10th. Today, I'm joined by John Wakefield, who is going to discuss this event a little bit. And of course, I have lots of questions. I am excited. And anyway, welcome, John. How are you? I'm doing great. I think my signal might be a little bit slow, but I'm doing awesome. So hopefully it uh, doesn't cause too much problem with your recording. Oh, no problem. I can hear you. Absolutely. So you last year we chatted a little bit about the event and I went for the first time and I have to say I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I was excited for it, but I was completely blown away from the moment I got there until the moment I left. I mean, everything was just fantastic. I mean, the vendors were great. Everyone was happy. It was just such a great gathering of people and everything for a good cause. So I wanted you just to kind of share a little bit about just, you know, last year, anything that you felt was, you know, special about the event last year and what we can look forward to this year and all the details about buying tickets and things like that. Absolutely. Last year was fantastic. It, this event has really kind of blown my mind just because the growth and the support from the community. We started it. This will be the fifth year. So, so the first year we had 200 people. We did it in a field. The second year uh, we had 400 people, did it in the same field. And then we went to Tabela's the third year. We had 600 people. And then last year we had 850 people, which I, I just okay. couldn't believe we had, how many people turned out. And this year we're expecting 1,200 people. Um, it's just a fantastic vibe. The venue is wonderful. It's family friendly. It's fun. I feel like everybody can be themselves. There's uh, a lot of times you go to fundraisers and I don't know, you, you know, it, you can wear a T-shirt and flip flops or, you know, you could wear, you know, dress up a little bit if you want to. It doesn't matter. Everybody's having a great time. Um it's super casual. The I, What I loved about the event every year, and especially last year, is just, you know, I love looking across the event and seeing everybody around the table, you know, 10, 12 people around the oyster tables, popping open oysters and just talking and meeting people they've never met before and having new conversations. And it's just, it's really wonderful. Um, mm -hmm. So we, uh, one thing that's going to be different this year is we're adding an, a, a third band. It's um, a new band. Last year we uh, finished off the live music with a band called Have Been Will Travel. This year it's going to be um, sort of a soulful blues rock act called Tishamingo. Um, really, really fantastic. Great vocals, terrific musicians, um, lots of uh, blues and slide guitar and, and that kind of thing. And then, of course, we've got Phil Pate, who's our bluegrass um, uh, trio, and, and he has a special guest, a guy named Brett Bass, who uh, had a band for a long time called Grandpa's Cough Medicine, but but, but <laughs> Brett is a, a great is a great vocalist and the two of them are really wonderful together and then back by popular demand in the middle is apple butter express which everyone just loves they're fun and uh it's a husband wife duo and the rest of their band and uh, it's it's really just a it's a, it's a great event i'm excited um i would say another thing that's really exciting this year is we have um a new sponsor which is uh, Crown um, Crown Automotive Services has a uh, they have the dealership in in this area for a new vehicle called the Enios, which is a very similar to like a um, 
the old defender uh and 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 like the mercedes wagon kind of mixed together um and they're they're a big sponsor of our main stage and and they're gonna have that vehicle out there which is a super cool vehicle um and we're actually trying to set up a a driving track not that we're going to light anybody at the festival drive because everyone will be drinking yes (laughs) but the people that are with the dealership are going to take people in the car through a little driving track in the in the field where we cook the oysters and people can check out that ride and and actually sign up to get one i think there's a year-long waiting list for it now but um so i'm excited to to sort of see that get integrated into the festival it's super super fun and cool they were they've been very generous with us so excited about that well yeah. i'm trying to think about what else I know there's so there no there's so many things I was actually looking through I was on the event website and I was definitely I was looking at the sponsors and I was trying to remember who exactly was there from last year and I I just like I said I'm I'm very excited when I went last year I really didn't know what to expect I knew it was going to be great especially being at Tabela's I love that spot I've been there a few times it's beautiful I mean perfect for weddings I went to I forget what it was called exactly, but it was a big green egg um, event a couple years ago that was there. Yeah, that was my first time there. That's okay. where I that's where I learned about the event the first time. My my buddy Doug Iverson, who I do all of this, he's part of my oyster squad. We call ourselves B and D Oyster Company. We really lead all of the oyster cooking and and you know everything that's happening there as, as it relates to uh, oyster production and. Um, and, and he and I went to that venue just to check out the Big Green Egg Festival. And we were like, oh, this is where we have to do Oyster Fest. This is it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, that place is only four years old. It's clean. Uh, it's got like nice pavilion amenities. The bathrooms are nice. Um, you know, and that's the other thing I really love about this festival. So many of these food festivals, I feel like, or, you know, Margarita Festival or Rum Festival or whatever. There's I feel so like many. folks have <laughs> they buy a ticket, which is a pretty expensive ticket, and then you get there, you get maybe, you know, one complimentary thing, and then you either have to stand in line for a super long time and pay for everything else. Um, and it's to me, it's just not a good experience. And and when we really crafted this event, our my goal was to make sure that everybody felt like a VIP, um, just with the general admission ticket, which is one hundred and twenty five dollars which is, you know, that's, that's coming out of pocket with some change for a ticket. But, but before that, you know, every, everybody's really treated like a VIP. You're, you're not paying to park from the, the second you come through the door, you're, you're not paying to park, you come in um, and, you know, it's an open bar. We've got cocktails, we've got local craft beers, you know, you're not drinking, you know, your, your local, your, your big domestic beers like Miller Lite or something, you're drinking Hidden Springs, Copper Tail, magnanimous florida avenue brewing we've got um, a margarita station we've got tito's so the bar is included in the ticket the three live bands are included in the ticket all you can eat oysters are included in the ticket we've got a pig jig award-winning barbecue team called make Mm squeal um who's a really good friend (laughs) yes you remember those guys from last year so casey ellison and his (laughs) They were fantastic. Casey Ellison and his dad and his brother and his sister, uh, they all come and 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 donate all of that um, uh, barbecue. They prepare it. They buy the barbecue. They donate it all to us. And 
and then they get they show up and they serve it to everyone it's um really really amazing to see see that support come from from the ellison family but that's included we do a huge low country boil so we're cooking 250 pounds of shrimp i don't know how much corn and sausage and potatoes um you know it's it's just it's really really awesome another thing we're adding this year is we've got mocktails for people that just aren't you know don't want to drink or um you know it, um they've got we've got mocktails for people which i think is um and we're actually promoting that as part of the festival i don't, I don't see many festivals that that promote you know, uh, the opportunity for someone to not not drink if they don't want to 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 have a sober event. So I think that's super cool. Um, anyway, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Well, real quick, just going on to the mocktails um, that really warms my heart because I've actually been on this alcohol free journey since August of 2022. And when, oh, okay. I go to, when I go to a lot of events, you know, sometimes it's hard because you're, you're limited to, you know, bottled water or soda. And just hearing that, that really is music to my ears and to so many people. It really is becoming more mainstream now. I'm noticing a lot of events are really incorporating that. So I'm very excited. Can't wait to try them all. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yes it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You don't have to wait as long in line for a beverage <laughs> sometimes i know but i don't know they might be really good you know <laughs> that's true. Um, but we do we actually and so you know that experience i'm talking about so again it's completely all inclusive with that general admission ticket which is basically a vip ticket um for everyone um we've got there's four bars right so we, we really make an effort so that you know lots of volunteers trying to keep lines to a, a minimum We've really, I don't think we've really had much of a line issue in the past. We, the barbecue got a little bit stacked up last year. So we've actually doubled the amount of barbecue this year because um, uh, people just loved it, you know, with the oysters. Um, so, and then the oysters, we can't leave that out. So we're, the oysters that are included um, is all you can eat. And, and we've got a raw bar. Uh, we steam a ton of the oysters, which is a fantastic experience. As you know, we, we, I love describing this. We, we dig a hole in the ground. We, we start the fire at nine or 10 in the morning. We, we basically burn that fire until we, we fill that hole up with coals and it's covered with a, uh, a like a ship iron. Um, and then we, we put the oysters on top of that really hot ship iron and we drape wet burlap over it. It's kind of flash steams them in three or four minutes. And, um, and we put them out on the tables and, and they're really easy to shuck at that point. So, um, and each table will have a captain, you know, a volunteer that's there to keep the tables clean and make sure people are able to shuck their oysters, you know, with no problem and that kind of thing. So we, we really go the extra mile to make it first class event, really focused on the experience of the patron that bought a ticket and to support Frameworks of Tampa Bay. Absolutely. Now, before I do have a couple questions about the event, but I wanted to just kind of get into Frameworks of Tampa Bay a little bit, because I think you are an absolutely, it's a wonderful organization. I'm glad to have learned a lot. And I'm really looking to, you know, if, if there's ever a need for volunteers, you know, ever, I, I would love to be a part of it for anything you guys have coming up. Okay, I'll definitely, um, we, we need so much help. And um, we actually have, a, um, aside from, I, I'm on the board of directors and have been for about seven years. I was the past uh, board chair 
uh, for three years and just rolled off of that. And, and I, I like to stay involved with the, with the Oyster Fest since I, I started that. But we also have like a, a community advocate board for people that just don't have a ton of time to commit to full board position. Uh, we've got people like yourself that will come on and serve on this uh, community um, community board and, and really take part in our committees and, and really integrate into the organization. And, um, you know, there's not as much time commitment. You, you've got a little little leniency. So we'll definitely get you plugged in on that. Um, as for frameworks, it's it's a great organization. It's actually been around for probably get this wrong, but at least 18 years, maybe maybe 20 um, it was originally known as the Ophelia Project, and the Ophelia Project was focused on kind of anti-bullying program for young girls. Um, and as they operated um, that program, after a few years, they realized that, okay, boys have all the same bullying issues, you know, that young girls do. Um, and really, uh, this is bigger than just bullying. What, what really you know, what we really need to spend our time here. Uh, we call this um, emotional intelligence, but that's that's at the heart of what we're doing, building emotional intelligence skills, which are things like self-awareness, social awareness, how to self-manage or regulate your emotions, if you're feeling angry, how, how to not push or hit somebody when you're feeling angry, but sort of step back and, you know, we say name your emotion, claim your emotion, and then manage it um so that you don't it doesn't result in a in a bad behavior um you know it ultimately we think that 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 is going to result in again better adults and positive outcomes for the kids that we're impacting i think that the way we go about it at frameworks is really wonderful because we're the, our organization is not directly involved with the children we go out to the trusted adults parents uh teachers, youth service organizations, mentor groups, and we train the trusted adults that are interacting on a daily basis with the kids uh, and giving them the skills and the curriculum so that they can, um, they know kind of how, how to teach these emotional intelligence skills and, and impact the, the children's lives. And that way we can, we can really reach a lot more uh, children in the Tampa Bay community. And I, I just asked this stat, we're in Currently, I think 40 schools, and we're impacting about 17,000 students across the Tampa Bay area, primarily in Hillsborough County. But we're trying to, as we have the resources, and you know, resources come from fundraisers like this. So, oh yeah, definitely. I th I think that's wonderful. I mean, as yeah, for myself, you know, as a mother of two high school students, you know, the stories yeah. that I hear, you know, sometimes it's just. It's so much more difficult today than it was when I was that age. And with social media and everything, I mean, it really, it's such an important subject, you know, to deal with. So I'm really glad that you guys are doing that. I think it's wonderful. It really is. It's incredible. And I have to say, um, one thing I noticed last year were a lot Thank of the you. younger... Yeah, I, I think it's wonderful. I have uh, three daughters myself. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say last year, some of the volunteers, you had a lot of younger um, volunteers that were helping and they did such a wonderful job. I was very impressed with them and how hard they were working at this event. So I was wondering if they were from local schools or how they were selected. Yes. Yeah, so um, 
the way that frameworks, uh, I said before, we, we go into the community and we, we train these trusted adults. But one of the other programs that we have is a high school program, nine through 12th grade, and it's called Teens in Action. And Teens in Action is a program where um, we take a cohort of high school students. Um, I think they're coming from about 15 or 16 different high schools in Hillsborough County. Um, and it's a 10 month civic leadership program. So during that 10 months, the cohort is meeting as a group and they are facilitated by guest speakers or by our own staff and you know, working through workshops as it relates to building some of these skills like self-awareness and how to build relationships and how to make you know, good decisions and self-management, that kind of thing. Um, and then they're also assigned to serve. So, Tam, you know, feeding Tampa Bay or the Humane Society or Gasparilla Music Foundation or whatever the case may be, that we've got partnerships with tons of service centers and the, the high schooler gets to pick what service center they want to be a part of to, to spend their 10 months kind of giving back to the community or during this civic leadership program. And so a lot of the volunteers that you saw at Oyster Fest last year were the Teens in Action, you know, people from the kids from the Teens in Action cohort that came and volunteered for Oyster Fest. And um, so we're, we're really grateful to, to have the, that cohort, those volunteers, those high school students helping us, as well as, you know, so many others that, that are involved in making the event a success. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, they were just, they were wonderful. I was just... I was just so proud of everything they were doing. I, I loved watching them and how they were helping, and they were just so happy to be a part of this event. And there was just a feeling throughout the entire event last year of just happiness and joy and positivity. That's one thing I just really noticed. I really felt like I was at home. Everyone was just in a great mood. I met some wonderful people. I even ran into someone who I a friend of mine that I met when I first moved to Tampa and was working at a restaurant, uh, Mr. Thomas Hagen. He does, he's in the audiovisual. I'm not exactly sure what he works for a larger company. So I know he was assisting with some of the TVs cause we, there was the, um, the Buccaneers were playing and you guys had the TV, the TVs on that day. Yes. That was awesome. Yes. Tom is a, is a friend of um, my wife and mine and he's done, done some audiovisual stuff for us. And, um, and I had asked Tom if he if if Haven Smart would that's his company would would you know sponsor in kind the the TV screens for the for the event which is a, another thing at the event we because of that sponsorship we've got three big screen TVs and Tom and his team come and they set up Direct TV so that we can have the Bucks game so that people don't miss that and it's actually an out of town game I want to say we're playing. San Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco, maybe, but um, yeah. it's it's an it's an away game, so folks can I think so. I'm not sure, but yeah, definitely, yeah. it it but is. But Tom's yeah. great, and he is. That's he awesome, is. and that's the that's the vibe we're going for. It's just a, a happy, fun, and friendly uh, friendly vibe where everybody can you know just relax and enjoy themselves. There's it's that makes that makes me and I fill my heart to hear you say that because that was what we were. That's what we, we want people yeah. to feel like when they come yeah. to Tampa Wars Fest. I, I felt like I was at someone's home and just enjoying a backyard, you know, barbecue. That's exactly how I felt. And I didn't want to leave. 
you know, and then when I ran into Tom, I, <laughs> I just got to talking a little bit. But yes, it was it was wonderful. So, yeah. And I'm excited. I, I can't wait. And, you know, with the addition of another band and I, I think it's going to be it's just going to be crazy. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. how, it's going to be are, fun. Hopefully we uh, get some good weather and everybody comes yes. out. Yes, I think it will be. As far as tickets right now, what does the ticket situation look like? Are there still plenty available? Or are they close to being sold out? Yeah, so um, the events has sold out um, all previous years. We increased the capacity, like I said before, a little bit this year um, just to accommodate some more people. I, um, and we still have tickets available for sale, but you know, I wouldn't delay. I mean, the event is three weeks away. I know that Rachel, who's our marketing executive at Frameworks, is – uh, you know, has got lots of uh, advertisements and stuff. So they, we, we do have a pretty good velocity of ticket sales going. And so if your audience listening uh, is, is feeling good about the event, just from listening to this podcast, I mean, go on to tampaoysterfest.com. When you go to that homepage, there's a button there that says buy tickets, mm -hmm. click that. And it's that easy. Um, and, and again, um, I will say, you know, like I said before, that GA ticket that's $125 is an all-inclusive ticket. It's a wonderful experience. We do have a VIP ticket that is a $500 ticket. And the reason it's a $500 ticket is because 350 of those dollars provide a scholarship to a high school student whose parents can't necessarily afford to fork out um, – you know, another $350 for, you know, a civic leadership program, but they, but they really want their child to go through it. And so um, we, that, that VIP is more, it's almost like a donor ticket really. Um, mm -hmm. So if folks, you know, have the resources and want to, to you know, sponsor a, um, um, a child to go through that teens in action program that I was describing before, I mean, please, please uh, sign up for that, um, that VIP diamond ticket, I think is what Rachel's calling it. Um, one kind of cool thing we're doing, there is like a little, a little uh, VIP area that's covered. We've got some um, sofas and stuff there right next to the stage. You might've noticed that last year. Yes, I did. Um, um, we're one kind of cool thing that Rachel, the marketing director thought of is to have some celebrity bartenders. So we've got eight celebrity bartenders and they're each doing like a 30 minute, um, uh, bartending, you know, session where they can interact with the VIP folks and, um, you know, just some, some, some fun, uh, you know, well-known faces from around town that, that people will have a, a good time getting a chance to, to talk to personally. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Are you able to say who any of them are or is it a surprise? <laughs> Uh, I will let Rachel, she, I know she's announcing that this week, so I don't want to okay, get out gotcha. in front of her on that. So no we'll let, I don't want to steal her thunder. That's her, that's her deal. By the way, just a shout out to her, you know, our, our, our whole organization at Frameworks, we got an amazing staff there, but um, Rachel, Rachel Jones is our um, marketing executive and she has done just a fantastic job of teeing up all of the outreach for this event, which a lot of people will see. We have we got Clear Channel is done. We've done some billboards, some digital billboards with them on 275 that are going to um, go up here soon and to yard signs and all kind of Instagram ads and outreach through other organizations and influencers. And she's just really coordinated it so well. 
And then our CEO, Elizabeth Reedy, who has done an amazing job leading the organization. I don't know how she finds time to actually put as much time into Oyster Fest as she does, but but she does. So those, those two ladies really have uh, stepped up and worked hard with me. And then we've got an Oyster Fest committee of total volunteers, right? That have, they're not on the board. They're not part of the organization that, um, you know, show up every week for a committee call to to do their part and help plan it and meet on site. So it, it really is, is such a, it, it warms my heart to see how many people are pulling on the rope in the same direction. And that's, that's what makes this thing so awesome. Well, one thing I will be doing differently this year is I'm actually going to be filming more of a longer video of this event as a recap and showcasing it on my YouTube channel. So I'm very excited about that. So I want to kind of give people, if you can't join in, you know, if you're out of town, whatever reason, and you know, this will make you want to go next year. So I'll definitely be, you know, filming that and I cannot wait. I'm super excited. So it's going to be awesome. That's awesome. And so since we're, you know, you're, this is a food podcast, I feel compelled to at least talk through our oysters B&D, which is the char-grilled oyster, because it really is. I don't know if you had one of those last year, but they're fantastic. I did. But just I did. so your your viewers know to kind of get their mouths watering a little bit, we, we, we shuck an oyster. We put a garlic, lemon, butter on, on that oyster. There's uh, salt and pepper in that and also some lemon zest. And then we also um, we, we've pre-sauteed some shallots and some red peppers and some little, little tiny little bit of jalapeno and bacon uh, bits. We put that on the oyster shell as well. And then we put it on the char grill, um, a wood fired char grill that that you that everybody will see when they're out there. Uh, you know, it cooks and then we top it with a an Italian cheese blend that's got some, you know, fresh chopped cilantro into it and it which melts across the top of it. It is a fantastic oyster. Again, we call those oysters B&D. Um, you know, the the Low Country Bowl is great. The barbecue is great. We also um, Hidden Springs Brewery, who is a local brewery in town, is really uh, kind of taken um, some some rope and and. Um, created this a really cool oyster shooter called i think they're calling it a, a rainbow unicorn shooter which is i got this is such an amazing recipe i, I don't even want to attempt to try to to uh to, to 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 state what it is on this podcast but i've seen the pictures that so you can go to the hidden springs brewery instagram and they've actually posted what all is going into that but people have had fun with the recipes it's uh you know, it, it, it's really, a, it's, it's good. It's a good taste bud event too. Yeah. Well, speaking of the char-grilled oysters, I got some wonderful video of some of the process last year and I was fascinated. I, I probably spent about 45 minutes over in that area just filming. I was trying to get the perfect shot and I was just, I was blown away. They are, that was probably my favorite part of the whole event. I have to say just that taste. It's just, I'm already craving it. it <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And for, for those of you that are listening, if you go to my Instagram, um, Tracy forks around town, you'll be seeing some teasers of this event. I, I have so much video from last year that I can't wait to share. I also have a video that I posted last year. I'll be sharing that as well, but just to kind of give you an idea of what you can expect. And it's just, it's definitely a, a stellar event here in Tampa. I'm so blessed to, you know, to be a part of it. And I'm glad that we've connected and, I can't wait to see what this year has in store for you guys. It's going to be wonderful. 
Tracy, we appreciate your advocacy and your support of the event and promoting it on your podcast, which is awesome. I've tuned into it since the event last year, and it's uh, you really do an amazing job. So thank you for, for supporting Tampa Oyster Fest. We appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I know you're you're busy. I won't, you know, take up too much more of your time, but I, I just wanted to thank you again for everything that you're doing. This is a Again, just an event you need to go to. And, you know, things happen. You can't make it this year. Just put it on your calendar for next year. You definitely want to make sure you go at least one time in your life. It's it's worth it. Definitely memorable. And again, <laughs> exactly. It's worth could, it. It is so worth it. So remember, go to TampaOysterFest.com, and you can go ahead and look up tickets and get one while they're hot because they're going to be gone. And then you'll have to wait till next year. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. And also, also follow. Yeah. I was just going to suggest to your listeners also to follow frameworks of Tampa Bay on Instagram because Rachel is posting tons of uh, oyster fest, you know, reels and pictures and all kind of stuff. And it's a good way to make sure you're tuned in to everything happening oyster fest. So, so do that as well. Okay, perfect. I'll share the links for everything on my Instagram as well as there'll be clickable links on the YouTube version of this podcast and you'll see it on my Instagram as well. Awesome. Well, thank you again, John. I really appreciate everything. Awesome. I look forward to seeing you on the 10th. A great time. Thank you, Tracy. Talk um, to you soon. Thank you. Have a great day. Everybody okay, don't. Bye-bye. <laughs> Don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or whichever platform you like to go to to download and listen to your favorite podcasts. Have a great weekend, everybody.